Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. thinking about starting this show for a very long time. I think this is the first time that I've thought about something for a very long time without actualizing it. And, that, and those people who um, think about something and they actualize it that same day. But I've been thinking about this for the past three months. And I, the thing is, I've not done the tra- it the traditional way where I ask friends of what they think and such like things and research so much about it. But it's something that I feel like there's, there's nothing much I can learn from researching really unless I just try and just jump into it. So the Vulnerable Scientist um, show, the idea is to bring in scientists, if I ever get anyone who wants to be vulnerable with me, to talk about how is it like doing research and what are the good things that come with doing research, what excites them about research and what are the bad things that come with it, what, what, is, the, what, what is the sad side of it, because it can be that it's all happy and excitement and nice stuff you know there's also the the bad side of it and i would like to bring in people to talk about these things authentically and being honest with you guys so um to start this off i think i'll just talk briefly about my day today so today i was planning to do something different i was to plan i was planning to do some plasmid extraction then um i don't know what distracted me and i found myself uh, trying trying to find out how to uh to know if uh, i can get a bigger view about okay let me let me explain so my research is about trying to find the virulence factors, virulence factors, or rather the genes that cause virulence in the disease that I'm working on. And to do this, I'm creating mutants at different positions in the genome, then screen them later to see what genes were responsible for, for certain function, for example. And if this gene that whatever antigen or whatever protein that is, that is produced from it and see if it can be used as an, a protective antigen or rather a vaccine for that same disease. So at that first part of my project of where I'm creating mutants, I have to see part, part of me creating mutants, I have to insert a certain gene that is able to jump from one place to another, though mine is designed to jump once. And it goes with it. When it jumps, it goes with a f- a gene that is responsible to to produce a certain protein that is green in color. So when you see it under a microscope, you'll see green 
green colors. So I had not used the microscope for a while. And the first time I had used it, I was with people. The second time I came, I just walked around just to see how it works. But I didn't have um, fresh mutants to look at it with. So this time today, when I was going to check, I could see that there were colors or there were some green, nice stuff, though they were faint from some older cultures. And the newer cultures that I had, I couldn't see anything. So I wondered what was wrong. But before I could do that, I couldn't find out how to get the white light so that I can... The white light is the visible light so that I can be able to see first the cells before introducing the the color, the green color, so that I can see if it, it flourishes. <laughs> so while trying to do that, I couldn't locate or I couldn't remember how I was doing that. So... I left the things there and I walked out to look for anyone who could help because you know people are busy people are busy with their staff others may not be available at the time that you need them so and sometimes you don't even know if someone knows it so if you know someone you just ask you know so I went out and met someone who was on phone and waited for them to finish uh, the call and asked them do you know how to use the fluorescent microscope at this at this lab and lab at this so and so lab and they were like yeah i used it but it's a long time ago and i don't think i can remember and it will take time for me to remember before i do that but let's go try then see if i can get someone else to help you so he does that we go back to the lab to the place where the microscope is it's a dark room and um uh the guy calls someone else as he tries to figure out what is what and when he calls he finds that the other person that we were looking for was not around because I hadn't seen him but I, since he had the call and my phone was far away so blah 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 so um, the guy wasn't around so we called he gave him a number of someone else who uses the microscope every single day so this guy comes and he helps us find out how to uh, adjust to get the visible light once you get the visible light, this guy, uh, I, I wanted to, there's a way I wanted to, to see, like the, to change the way I, I see the cells. Um, and he, since he does simpler stuff with it, he couldn't figure out how to do it. So I kind of, you know, he introduces me to the few things that I remember how I used to adjust it. Then I kind of tried to switch it off and see, you know, just walk around it and see what, what is what. And finally I get it. So that is when I got those old cultures with some fluorescence. But I couldn't uh, get what I was looking for, was trying to change the view. And I couldn't do that. And later on, later on after I've tried and I've tried and I've stayed there for a long and time is moving. And it was now lunchtime. I hadn't... I hadn't noticed before lunch that it was this and I couldn't go to lunch because I was in bad moods and I don't want to, you know, interact with people during lunch time, lunch hour. I don't want to go to the, um, because I know people will be in the kitchen warming their food. I don't want to warm my food and talk to people because already in the bad moods. So I decided to stay in that dark room. I just went for my phone in my other lab, my main lab, and came back to the lab and you know, played music. I don't know. No, I didn't play music. I started listening to some shows and just to cheer me up. And I started trying to figure it out. And I could, and I finally find out, found out why I thought last thing it was working. Someone insisted that it was working. So I found out why they're insisting it was working because there's a certain 
there's a certain concentration of cells that I had put that were making it look like you could see more cells than the other one. So with my cells, they were bigger, so you couldn't like capture the whole cell in the in the thing. So, um, but anyway, I could still see the fluorescence, but I couldn't see the fluorescence in my fresh mutants, and it was frustrating. And I was like, "Are these actual mutants? What is wrong again?" Because I've been struggling. In, um, you know, um, my transformation was working, then it just stopped working. I, I don't know for what reason, so I'm trying to find out what reason it, why it didn't work, but it was working for some strains. So I am in that place where I was like, okay, so time is moving. At that time, I'm already frustrated. Time is moving. I've already wasted this day, and uh, I'm not even getting what I was trying to get. And uh, a lot of things were going through my mind. So I... I, I I kind of felt like I don't to go back to the lab because I really needed to. And at the same time, my energies were low and I didn't feel like eating the food that I had stored in the freezer. So I just walked out. It was like 30 minutes earlier than the time that I'm supposed to leave. But I just walked out and went to my place. The good thing is that my place, I don't have to talk to anyone before I get there. Like, I don't have to be in the bus. I don't use the bus anymore. So I just walked to my place. And while I was nearing the gate, I just teared up or down. I don't know how you say that. And I just, I, I, I didn't fear that someone else was watching. I just, I just teared down and... I was like, oh my god, you know, and and that moment I remember, like the most of the times that um I've been in that state, I've it's never come out. Like if I'm in public and I feel like crying, I cry and it goes in. Like no one really notices, or I just have balancing tears and they just go away, you know, with time. But this that one I couldn't hold. I just it just went down my cheeks. And I just walked to my house. Then I found some pizza from yesterday. And I... <sighs> okay, here's the thing. When I feel stressed, I usually eat a lot. Uh, I kind of stress eat, which is not a good thing, but I'm aware of it. And I don't know what I'm doing to improve on that, but that's what I usually eat, do. But today, I didn't go straight to eating. I just warmed it. I just left it on... Because I don't have a microwave, I used an oven. So I, I, I tried just waiting to see, to warm it. And I was not in a hurry to see if it's ready. And I just sat here and once the food was ready, I, I took it and I chewed on it while crying. Now, thoroughly crying like someone who's wailing. But I was not like loud. I was just my face was loud. Like, if you saw me, you'd think I was making so much noise, but I wasn't. I just, my, my tears just just started dripping off. You could just hear sounds of me sniffing back the mucus, if you can allow to say that. And my, my door was open and there was still light coming, because it's around four. So my, there was so much light coming in. And uh, I, I d- d- didn't fear that someone would pass. Like, I was not thinking about the outside world anymore. I was just consumed in my pain and um, <sighs> I was in a bad place. So, 
I thought I'm not in the state to go back. So let me just find something else to do. Then I found this YouTube Blacks event going on and it was still going on at that time because it was supposed to be four to five. And I just, you know, um, I, I just clicked on the link. I just went back to my Gmail and clicked on the link. I just watched these guys and, and, and for some reasons, my mind, my mind went off and I couldn't think about it anymore. Because before I made that decision, I was just thinking, okay, what else can I do to make my mind go off whatever I'm going through? Because being here will just make me think about it. And watching a movie doesn't help. So far, I've tried it. It's not really helping. And the movies are not as interesting and they're not captivating enough to forget what is going on in my life. So I... I thought of going out to, to, to eat some um, mbuzi, uh, some goat meat that they sell um, below there. But I was full. I, I, I couldn't eat that and I couldn't store it because it's kind of not interesting when you reheat it. It's better when it's out of the kitchen at, at that time. So um, that's how I decided to go to that event that was virtual and well that that's when my I, my mind came off i stopped thinking about what was going on and also something else that helped i i i called someone who i'm not as close to the thing is i couldn't call the people that i'm close to because i know everybody's response and i wasn't waiting for waiting for that response and i was not waiting to be talked to so i just called this person and i just asked them about their day and they had a tough day and it was nice to hear that someone else had a tough day i know i know it's weird but you kind of feel like you're not alone in this so uh, we just I don't know, it was it was like a very casual conversation. It wasn't really um I don't know, he asked me about something that was going on, but nothing about my day and something I had told him before and uh, I just said, Oh yeah, I had forgotten actually then that was it. And the conversation was over and I think because I, I, at that time I was crying but he couldn't tell that I was crying because I sometimes I know how to you know, you know what I'm saying. So when the conversation was over, that's when I got the idea of getting to the meeting. And after that, I was supposed to go to another meeting, but um, I was not as as enthusiastic about it. It was a meetup, catch up meetup, whatever. And I wasn't as, as enthusiastic to. I was kind of hoping that the other person wouldn't be able to log in so that we can talk, because I was not in a mood to talk really. And I think the only thing that I had the, that conversation with that guy and the, the question that I asked in that uh, Would You Blacks event is the only th- opening mouth kind of thing that I did. And I felt like I really, yes, it's okay, but I really don't want to have conversation at this point, especially an hour-long conversation. So after that, I thought... Oh, how many people are going through the same thing that I'm going through? And I remembered about this idea that I had about a vulnerable, um, vulnerable scientists um, show where even if even if someone doesn't chip in or doesn't say what is going on in their research life, they can always hear about someone else's struggles and you know hanging there and and feel hopeful. And I wish I had I had. A podcast because now the thing that calms me down these days is a podcast and all all the nice podcasts that have 
come across and uh, over i can't have i don't have an, another episode i don't know how to repeat episodes so i thought if i had a podcast like this that i can listen to someone else's struggle and see that it's not only me that it happens to even even to the people that i look up to it also happens to them then i can be more calmer and more positive especially at those very dark moments so this is why i'm creating this space so that um if i ever get someone who who is willing to be authentic and honest about their um their time in researching and academia and all that stuff and just tell stories of what it is like especially especially the bad because the good is often talked about but it will be nice because vulnerability is about both the good and the bad it's about the joys and the sadness it's it's both ways so it will be nice it will be nice to also to, to also listen like i can choose to listen to a positive story instead of a negative story you know so uh, or, or listen to a negative story that turns out to be tram- triumphant later on so i hope I really hope that I I stick to this and I feel so good after talking about this to you yet you're not here. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Bye.